You ever think about quitting? It's the combat of life, hammering the snot out of you. Well, stand by, dig in deep, and get ready to get fired up with us. Welcome to the Team Never Quit Podcast, the number one podcast that inspires you to fight on. I'm your host, David Rutt Rutherford, here with Mr. Never Quit himself, Marcus Luttrell. Our mission is to help you embrace the suck of life, to teach you the values of working your ass off, and to interview the most hard-charging people on planet Earth. We know life is hard. It's time for you to suck it up, buttercup, and let us teach you to persevere in every environment imaginable by sharing real-world lessons learned by those who never quit. That's right. It's time, Marcus, for us to help them defeat the well, negative you insurgency up, in their man. lives. You fire me up. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's roll. Let's roll. Welcome to the TNQ Podcast, man. Team Never Quit is back in action. Me, Dave, your host, David Rutherford, Navy SEAL, motivational speaker, author, performance coach, but more importantly, I'm here with my brother, Mr. Never Quit himself, Mr. Marcus Luttrell. What do you What do you say, Marcus? It's going to be a good show. Well, I mean, I, I get fired I, up about watching your motivation. I, I, it's funny because some people, some people are like, oh, you had so-and-so, Rhett must have been fired. I was like, he's fired up no matter what, I mean, when he comes in. So I, I'm, I'm excited, bro. It's well, gonna- how can you not be fired up when, when, when you're doing our mission and, and, and what, you're, what our purpose here on our show, and if, and, and if you're just a first-time listener, you know, our mission literally is to expose, a pe- to expose people around the world in America to what the never-quit mindset is all about. And, and, and we want to show you that, not so, you know, we tell cool, cool stories and, and have cool interviews, but it's to help you, right? It's to help teach the people that are struggling right now how to get up out of the dirt. I mean, through this kind of, you're going to see that in some way, somehow, that what you hear coming out of, out of the out of these microphones and the person that we're interviewing that and you've been in that situation somehow and that we're all connected by the that one thing that's what you always say something's gonna happen <laughs> and i gotta get through it somehow the common denominator in the human condition is is that we all experience pain whether <laughs> it's self-imposed or it's the pain of life or whatever it Physical, may be mental emotional it's not it's all there, right? There you go. And and so the idea is for us is really to take a show where we have unique sections, right? The the show is broken down into three various parts. First, we've got a, a little fun part where Marcus and I pull out a great never quit story from history. And we're gonna go either way back. I mean, we talked about the Spartan 300. We're gonna talk about everything in between all the way around. The, the stories that really make a difference in it, to us coming around. And then then we get into the interview where we're going to pull on these wonderful guests, people that we know that we believe are going to make an impact in your life. People that can come on to share their story, that moment when they didn't quit. And they, they probably already have made an impact in somebody's life. Right? I mean, that's what I'm saying. When you get people on like the guests that we got coming on today, I mean, I, this guy is remarkable. I mean, he is one of the the greatest workhorses of Major League Baseball. Absolutely. And, I, just to, to kind of go off and keep on that first point you made, I mean, we're, you, literally, you, he could, someone could come on here and tell uh, their never-quit story, and somehow it impacted somebody that they didn't even know. 
Yeah. Right? You, know, right? you, you know what I'm talking about? Well, like, that one because kid. he did that, that actually, that guy listened like, oh, man, that's why I got through that. And I didn't even know it. He was the one that did that. The inspiration, the but motivation. Then, yeah. Amen. Touches so, everywhere. Now, the cool part about our show, too, is that we're not only going to get on them to tell their never quit story, where those influence came from, where it happened, how they learned it, where all that, the, the real great stuff that people love to hear. But in our After Actions Report, which will be a whole nother segment that you can find on the TNQ Podcast uh, webpage, and that's tnqpodcast.com, which is attached to the Team Never Quit main website. And if you haven't been there, please go check us out, man. Go to the Team Never Quit webpage where it's a, it's a, we've got the T, the Team Never Quit speakers that we're on. We've got the Team Never Quit store and we've got some great gear, some great new gear that came in. T-shirts and hats, stickers, you name it. You got to go check it out. We've got the Team Never Quit ammunition. So if you're, if you're out there and, and you've shot this stuff, Marcus, it, it's good ammo, isn't it? It is. And I, you know, I tell people, look, I, it's not made to buy and sit on a shelf. And matter of fact, when you go out and you start putting it down range, I want to know we want to know what's wrong with it. Don't, don't tell me what's good about it. I, I expect it to be good. So uh, those guys who put thousands of rounds down every day, I don't care. You seem like, hey, I had three of them that just kind of went funny. We all know don't that little guy there, don't worry about that little guy there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. I don't that, care. De- that dented primer yeah. and that didn't go off. I want to hear, uh, send us, you know, write us, tell us all about it, man, so we can make it better. And you can do that on the tnqpodcast.com webpage. But what we also can do there is you can just write in your never quit story. You can write in a friend's never quit story. You can record a video and post it there. And I'll tell you what, if they're really good and they're awesome, then, you know, there's a chance that Marcus and I will relay that story on, on the Team Never Quit podcast. Or and if it's really awesome, what are we going to do, Marcus? You're coming on. <laughs> we we want to look in those eyes. <laughs> we want to hear it from the source yeah, exactly. right there. That's awesome. Right. It's the, when, when that happens, when they when they come on and start telling it, then you get to hear about the, some of the stuff that, that they don't think about that, that made it happen. Right. And that's the juice right there. And I love how you always say, when, when our guests come on here, Marcus really likes to prep these guys and, and, and let them know, hey, you know, we're all human beings here, and and it's the stuff, the pain, it's that anguish, it's the those dark that darkness, right? right. When people are going through that, that's what's going to help the rest of us. Right, pain, you know, terror is a matter of perspective. Amen. But everybody goes through it, and everybody, most people find a way out of it, and then when we start lining that up. And during the after action, after after actions and the lessons learned is right there. So I mean, it's there. You may not have been in the exact situation. You're that exact person. But let me tell you something. Some of the stuff they used, you can use to get out of it. Amen. Amen. That's what's that. And that's our mission. That's our goal here. All right. So let's get into today's historical component. All right. Now, and this sets up our guests perfectly. All right. So the historical person that we're going to discuss prior to the interview today is Mr. Cal Ripken himself, right? Iron, the Iron ba- Man. The Iron Man. Iron the Man. Baltimore Orioles, right? Now, now, Cal, in my mind, not only was he an incredible baseball player, right? He's in the 3000 hit club, but the true, true amazing number in my mind is the fact that the guy played in 2,632 consecutive games, surpassing Lou Gehrig's streak of 2,130, which stood... 
for what is an incredible 56 years, Marcus. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, being a baseball fan, family being a baseball fan, you, you can't, you couldn't miss school. Cal didn't miss a day. Of, <laughs> you want to be a baseball player? You know, you know what I'm talking about? But it's hard, man, when people are coming down on you, and the guy that that's that they're talking about is really carrying the weight. You know what I'm saying? For, for everybody, right? and that's a unique perspective. That's really something that's special when you say carrying the weight, because I think those guys out there that that are. Are, are the examples in that never quit mindset? No, you know, through rain, sleet, or snow, through a hail of gunfire, that are always going to be on the line in the battle, in the combat of life. Those are the guys that 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 inspire you to say, you know what, I'm going to suck it up because if Cal can do it, I can do it. Right. I mean, imagine that after after it started gaining some, I mean, people started noticing it. It's one of the deals where. Everyone's looking around. And you don't have to worry about when Cal's going to be here. He's going to be here. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and, that, and you can't tell me doing that job all that time that he he wasn't in pain or he didn't hurt. He, oh. he didn't have the flu or somebody didn't die or, or, or something like that. I mean, you want to talk about team commitment. I'm sure he wasn't doing that for himself. And what's that do? You know, I, I mean, I remember when you first. You have someone that you have a link in the chain that that's, is that strong. I mean, that's the one you need to hook up. Everybody too, right? right? Exactly. I, I, and, and we, I remember when first you first got in and you started. I mean, now that we're talking about this out loud, you, that's an amazing. It's crazy deal. It's crazy when you think about that magnitude and and the baseball season. You know, just having had the real blessing to work with the Red Sox recently and to get in there and get in the dugout in one of their games with John Farrell and to talk to him. He said, "You know, this is a haul, man. What is it? A hundred and sixty-two games a year." And Cal did that for years, decades. Right. And he baseball, kept that's a cathedral, man. That's a that's the Olympus right there. For I loved my my granddad explained baseball as life. You know, the, there's the <laughs> highs and lows, the boring times, and then the the action is quick kind of deal. And I, when you get somebody like that who was committed to that that game, that life. So you, you got to think, I mean, he, that's not what he did. That's what he was. Right? You know what I think now, now that we got going, we're talking about this. I think that we should try to get whole right. Cal on the show too. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> All right. Well, listen, you know, Cal Ripken, if you're not familiar, go look him up, man. If, if you're younger out there and you're paying attention, go check his story out because it truly is inspiring. The guy is the, the manifestation of the never quit mindset. And if you want, he's got some great books out there uh, about it. He does amazing charity stuff. He's a family man. I mean, the guy is really a, a remarkable individual. And, All I, time, man. and I think that's something to recognize too, right? Is that it's not just about the sole performance on the field. It's about the entirety of the man. Right, exactly. Because and, 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 that's what makes that happen. It's not just one little piece, the drive to co- compete. When we were talking to Nick. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he was kind of, you don't have to tell us that part. I, right. Just because of what you said, we know that that's an automatic. It's an automatic. Yeah. But, and, and, and I'm hoping today with today's guests, and I know this is going to be awesome because we're going to learn the automatics. And I'm, and I'm willing to bet that this guy coming on, he has that same thing. And he's going to tell us those same things that we heard from Nick, right? And, it, and really. That this pattern. You're starting to. The pattern. The, 
There the, we go. Is that it? The never quit pattern, that, right? We the pattern, well, right? when you look at behavioral psychology, right, and you dig into that, you start to see, I mean, that's what those cats were all about, is we're going to study the human, a human being, and we're going to see the things that just keep reoccurring over and over, and then go, why? Well, in our world, right, it's the, the never quit is the why. It, it's kind of funny. I, trust me, there's been a lot of head shrinkers up in here. Try, <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? I mean, when we come in, man. But most importantly, your wife, the boss. Right. And the whole time they're talking to guy, talking at us and, and explaining the theories of the cognitives and, and how to do that. All, when I'm sitting down there and you, you, you said the pattern, if he'd have just been like, hey, man, don't quit. Right, right, got it, Doc. <laughs> yeah. Right? Am I right? That's it. That's yeah, it. Got it. Got yeah. it. Are we right? I mean, go on. <laughs> and, and in case you're wondering who God is, God is our, our, our executive producer for the show, and we're not going to tell you his name. We want it to be the mystery. He's sitting there. He monitors us all the time. He, he makes sure that we're we're not technically going to, uh, you know, drop calls or, or, or do all that right there. We, we just want to let you know he's there. And I know that drives him nuts, which is why we're going to do that. All right. All right. Enough of that. Let's get into the guest today. Let's get it. Uh, all right. All right. So this guy, this guy. He's amazing. All right. He he was the person from the modern day where they said, all right, he's never going to make it. I mean, his senior year, Marcus, in, 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 in high school, he was five foot two, 140 pounds. Yeah. When he went to Arizona State, they said the same thing. You'll never play. He was an All-American over and over and over and, and kept. He just kept proving the pundits wrong. And especially when he got into Pawtucket and the AAA level, they said, no way. Before you know it, he was at Fenway, the greatest cathedral in baseball. And since he's been there, the guy has, has proven himself a couple of times in the World Series and the ALC championships. I mean, the guy is the consummate workhorse. My favorite aspect of our guest coming on, Marcus, is the guy has been nominated six times for the Hustle Award. And he won it once in 2013, the year they won the World Series, right? The, the Boston Strong Year. Yeah, I, I, I'd be willing to bet you, it's kind of like our fire in the gut. Amen. You, you're not going after that on purpose. No. <laughs> really, you don't even know it. Ex- I didn't even know it existed. I mean, I think I mean, I heard about it a couple of times, but I mean, them guys that get that, I honor, honor mans are honor mans, but those Hustle Awards. Yeah. That I was mean, the thing that I always loved, uh, right? Because I knew I wasn't going to be first every time. Yeah, or whatever. I, 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 was, I, I led the goon squads. So, <laughs> I mean, and then the guys in between those, you know, the perfect one was the guy, the instructors that were like, who are you? And like, exactly. Uh, the gray man, right? Yeah, uh, we the weren't gr- those guys. Never. No, no, no. <laughs> I heard this on a regular basis. Rutherford, shut up and drop. Yeah. <laughs> that was usually preceded by a cuss word, and then why are you? How are you still here? <laughs> and I'll tell you why: because of the never quit attitude. I just, I just get stand up. I just stand up. Just get up get and up, come man. back. All right. So without further ado, we're going to get to our guest today, Mr. Dustin Pedroia of the Boston Red Sox, on the show. my brother you know the deal i know the deal we got someone on today who definitely knows the deal everybody i'd like to introduce uh one of my favorite people who's out there 
putting it down every day. Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to welcome to the Team Never Quit podcast, Mr. Dustin Pedroia. Dustin, welcome to the show, bud. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. <laughs> so, so when Marcus and I were talking and we were trying to figure out, you know, who we were going to bring on, what athlete we wanted to bring on first uh, to really exemplify that never quit mindset. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, you know, I've become good friends with Mike Rickard ever since I worked with you guys. Uh-huh. And I was telling Mike about the show and, and I was, you know, running down in his mind and all that. And he goes, hey, bro, it's not even a question, man. You you got to bring Glazer on, man. I mean, <laughs> that's the guy from day one out there who has been grinding it out. And so it, it's a real honor and privilege for us to sure, have him. Absolutely. The great part about it, and in the circle that, that Rut and I ran around in, the same one with you, I mean, you're running around a bunch of alpha apex predator type of guys <laughs> and when you distinguish yourself out of that group because you're just being who you are and it's it's an, and a positive light kind of deal man that just says that just told me all i needed to know about you before we even met so i'm man i'm glad you decided to come on here that that's real cool right now stomping around but like yeah we're gonna we don't get anybody <laughs> let's start calling in those favors <laughs> exactly <laughs> Oh, that's good. All right, so the way we get things rolling on the TNQ podcast is we're going to loosen your brain up a little bit because we can't be there and the three of us just can't get in that weight room and crush ourselves a little bit right now, although that's in the future for sure. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have to give beatdowns to the guests and us before we start. Yeah, a mad minute and then the mad mile or something like that. <laughs> a little combat yeah, conditioning right, yeah, course. Yeah, we need to step out back for a second. <laughs> All right, Dustin, you got to carry Marcus yeah. for a 1,000 meters and then shoot. Obviously, you're not getting into this interview, so we're going to go get a little motivation outside. <laughs> right? <laughs> Hold on. Might not going to go jump in the pool and, run, and, and roll around the dirt. I love it. All right, so the Mad Minute is going to get your brain warmed up for us, and then we'll jump into the interview. So are, are you ready, brother? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, here we go. First question is, where'd you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Woodland, California. It's about uh, 15, 20 miles north of Sacramento. Um, grew up there, my, my, uh, you know, until I left for, for Arizona state. Awesome. If you had to watch a movie, what movie would you watch twice? Um, I would watch Jesus. <laughs> I, 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 man, we need to change that up and, then, and go, what movie have you worn out? Yeah, there you go. What movie have you worn out so many times that you can recite every line? Um, Probably Major League One. Great movie. Wild thing. Yeah. yeah. Try, Charlie Sheen is our hero. Too. I mean, come on. The Navy SEALs? I, I mean, yep. That's what got us in. Yep. Whole generation that was backfilled because of Charlie Sheen. All right. All right give, me one of your fav- give, give me one of your favorite quotes from the movie. I didn't know who man, she was. Man, there, there, there's a lot of good ones, but probably the best one was uh, when uh, – when the guy from the Yankees comes up to hit and uh, he looks at Jake Taylor and he goes, Hey Taylor, what are you doing back up in the big leagues? And he goes, man, I couldn't cut it in the Mexican league. <laughs> you know, just, just conversations like that, man. It, it just, it, it's pretty funny in, in, in the baseball world. I love, it. I love it. All right. If you had to fight one, who, which guy would you choose? Sylvester Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger? Um, I'd probably fight, uh, Stallone. 
Yeah, that's what I said. Good call. Good call. All right. If you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if you had to, if if uh, the person who's the person you'd most love to get drunk with. Um, you know what? I'm. I, I got to be honest with you guys. I'm not much of a drinker. <laughs> um, amen to but, that, man. Yeah. Hey, we're, yeah, we, know, don't, we don't either. Drinker, actually, but Mike Mike Napoli. If, if Mike Napoli, if I if I ever actually, you know, get after it, I'm I'm doing it with Mike Napoli. He's one of my favorite teammates of all time. That's cool. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Napoli. All right, here we go. That's You're real at, nice. Here we go. Beatles, Rolling Stones, or Led Zeppelin? Uh Beatles. Uh, no, Rolling Stones. Love it. You can't always yeah. get. All right, I'll stop singing. All right, last one. <laughs> last one. Uh, what would be your dream career if you weren't doing what you're doing now? Um, I would. Uh, I'd want to be a uh, point guard in the NBA. That's cool, man. That's cool. I, I yeah. tell you what. I, I used to dream of being a. I was a point guard too, man. And uh, but you got watch guys like uh, Steve Kerr and and all those guys from the '80s and '90s, man. And they were just awesome. Uh, Nash, yeah, yeah, guard, that, right? that, I, I would love to do that, man, and, and play defense, man. I used to love watching Gary Payton play defense on people, just getting in people's face. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, all right, all right. That's the mad minute. And no, you gotta be nine feet to play. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Off, I, I walked into a, a hotel, and I think I was in Miami, and the elevator open door opened up, and I walked in, and my head, I ran into this guy. He was coming out, and my head hit him in the belly button. <laughs> And I kind of stared up. At it. That didn't happen a lot to guys who are you're, you're, over, well over six foot. You're not a small man, Mark. Uh, and uh, I just kind of shook my head and laughed about it a little bit. And then I, the elevator went up, the door opened up, and then three more guys t- that size walked in. I was like, who's in town? Exactly. I, I forgot what town I was in. I've been traveling so much. And I was like, oh, yeah, this, this, there's something going on here. You know I mean, they're just wow. huge. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, bro, man. I, yeah, they're, they're just massive. It's unbelievable, man. I, how how uh, how big a human being can be these days? It's crazy, and 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 they just keep getting bigger too. Yeah. All right, Dustin, let's let's get into the interview. And I and I know our listeners are super fired up to to really hear these stories or story from you. So what, we're going to jump right in with both feet. And and why don't you, if you could, you know, share with us your greatest never quit story, or if you got a series of them that tie together, whatever it may be. Go ahead and just let's let's get this fired up and, and share that with us, if you would. You know, I, I mean, for me personally, my, my, my story, my career, I mean, it had, there hasn't been one specific moment. I think it's just everything that's built, built up and leading up to everything. Um, you know, I, I, obviously, I'm not, not the biggest guy in the world. And, and you know, my whole life, you know, I've, I've in Little League and, and you know, playing, playing in high school ball. I, I was always the, the best player on my team and I didn't get drafted out of high school. Um, I got a scholarship to Arizona state. And once I got to school, you know, they, they their thing was, Oh, you know, he'll be a, he'll be a good, good college player. And, and, and all, all the talk and, and, and everything said about me kind of, it, it didn't piss me off, but it, but it, it kind of fueled me to say, you know, these people can't predict anything. You know, they're, they're, they don't, they don't live inside me. They don't understand what, what, Amen. you know, what, what I wish to do. And, and my focus was every day, every day I want to wake up and try to get better at anything, it, whether it's school, baseball, uh, being just a, being a good person or helping somebody, whatever today comes, I got to figure out how to, how to do something 
good every single day. And I took that nice. mindset from the day, day one. Um, you know, my parents obviously are, are, are the biggest influence on me, you know, always treat people with respect and, and, and treat people the way you want to be treated. And, and I, that, that's, that's the way I've always approached everything. And, and I still do to today. Um, you know, there's, there's always people that, that just throw a label on somebody or, or judge somebody from either not meeting them or, or whatever. And, yeah. and I don't, I don't do that. I don't, I don't, I don't live my life like that. I don't, I don't judge anybody. I, 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 I show up every day uh, to my job or, or if, it's, if I'm being, you know, I, I have three boys. If I'm being a dad, I have to find a way to be, I want to be the best at everything I do. And, and if, 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 if I'm having a bad day, I got to find somebody else to make their day better. I got, I just have to do something to, to, to be the best and, and help people and, and try to win it at everything I do. So there wasn't and that's one moment awesome. that, you know, I, I mean, there's several times where you hear, Oh, you know, he's, yeah, he's this or he's that. But in my mind, you know, I, I'm not here to prove anybody wrong. I'm here to, for me, when I'm done with my Pretty career right. or, or when I die, I want them to say, you know, if, if I ever needed anything, he's the first guy I'm calling. Or if there's ever a big at bat in the game, I want that guy hitting. You know that, that that's what I want. That's and, awesome. And, you know, I'm I'm working every day to to try to to try to do that. See, I, I, this is kind of I was thinking about this last night, man. And we're jumping off this. I mean, you're one of the first guys to come in here, so it, it works different for everybody. Is what I've is what we're starting to see in in your situation. And I knew it was going to happen. I thought I thought for sure we might be running into this. So it's not one of those just like you said a little thing. Never a, a lot of little never quit stories, man. You're you're unique in that your life is a never is the never quit story you know what i mean yeah. it's, it's, it's making it to the show yeah. and that that positive attitude so uh which is perfect because we've been trying to get somebody to to get on here that we can do this with so yeah what you just said and we were the same way so i remember yeah. when i've decided that i wanted to be in the seal teams there was it that waking up at four o'clock to go to the pool before school and then the workout afterwards and it was just those it was the day that day I had to do this yeah. to make sure I could be ready for the next day. And, and, and you just keep pushing. And obviously Rut and I through our stuff, man, hit those, those big roadblocks because that's how ours is set up. It's yep. set up for you. Have you, you ultimately have to fail multiple times so they can evaluate yep. you and, and, and into what we do. And, but with yours, man, you're talking about major league baseball. Everybody wants to do that as a kid, man. And, and, not the biggest guy, not the strongest guy, not the smartest guy, but the flame that burns in the belly of those type of guys <laughs> like is you. unbelievable, man. I mean, I was little and the whole whole nine yards, man, same as you. And it was just one of the deals where I had my brother with me. And I, I noticed I was reading some of the stuff that you had done. And we can get into uh -huh. this one. Yeah. I, I don't want to go, go down it. that no, rabbit hole on that, man. man but go. I can't live without my crew, my boys that I grew up with. Since I was a boy, I had the same guys. And I mean yeah. – as we were growing older, yep. the ones that didn't kind of evolve with us went away. So that core group stayed together and we're still together this day. And that enables me to push past those hard times because they were either with me or I would call them and and they were so still so fired because they're not having to go through the suck. Exactly. And they're still so fired up and enamored with the idea of what yeah. we were trying, what I was trying to accomplish that it motivated me. And that's all I needed, man. I couldn't live without them. And it got to a point I, I was reading something about you passing your scholarship over to that, that awesome. kid. You know what I mean? Yep. And I go, you know what, man? I, I, yeah. I'm successful. That means my boys are too. And no matter if, if I'm going in a direction and, 
and he takes the, the wrong turn, I'll back up to get him just so he'll be beside me because I need him to push through that. And that's what I saw when I was reading. I was like, you know what, man? He's obviously been with this kid somewhere before where it meant something. And something as major as a, as a scholarship is trivial compared to the loyalty and the love you have for your Oh man, your buddy, amen. Right? I yeah, mean, it, absolutely. I don't try to put words in your mouth, man, but when I was reading that, yeah. that was kind of my Dustin, will uh, yeah, you tell I us mean, that story? Um, yeah, I mean we we were it was uh I was gonna be a, I mean I was on a I was on a full scholar almost a full scholarship in baseball, which we only have eleven point seven scholarships and we had an opportunity to get a transfer pitcher in who was really good and we didn't have any we didn't have any scholarship money left over. So, you know, I called my dad and I said, Hey dad, you know, you know, what do you think of this? You know, I, I you know, the, I, you only have a certain opportunity of the chances to win in college baseball. And, and my dad's basically my whole life has said, Hey, whatever you choose to do in your life, you, you, you do it a hundred percent. You know, if it's a sport, you play to win, you play for your teammates, you play for each other, you show up every day. It's not about you. It's about everyone. You win as a team, you lose as a team. And I, and I, you know, everything that he said, I called him up and asked him and he said, you know what, if you think this is the right decision, I'll, I'll, I'll back you up. And, and that's awesome. And, and that's that. So, you know, we did that. And, um, you know, he, th- this guy, he was a great guy and, 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 you know, we played our tails off together. Um, but, but just, just the, the mindset, you know, that, that that's what I was always told in, in any, any sport or, or anything. I mean, it's a team, you know, it, it if if somebody's ability is a better better than one other person, that doesn't mean that that person is is more valuable than the other guy. You know, he could say right. one thing to me on on game one fifty eight that that gets me locked in at the plate to where I can carry the team. So yeah, I'm doing it, but what that guy said to me is more valuable than what I'm doing, in my opinion, wow. because it takes yeah. it takes every single guy to to do things right. So. Um, you can't put a no, price tag on that that loyalty. And in my and after knowing who you are and watching you play, I, when I was thinking about that after I was like, hey, in the back of his head, that little voice, because you're a humble guy. Yeah, yes. I'm sure I'm about, yeah, yeah, I mean, in the back of your head, you're looking at the coach going, I'm better than needing a scholarship. <laughs> yeah. you know, hey, you don't have to pay me to to what I, I mean to bring me here. I've already been prepping for this. Yeah, I'm, my whole I'm life. Ready, I'm ready this is go. my whole life. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready to go. I don't need that incentive. I appreciate it, but my boy here, I I need his incentive. Yeah, because yeah. just like you said, game one fifty eight, he'll come walking out there and wink at me the right way or say something stupid that all that all that had to do was when he said that. That's what pulled out that whatever in my head, and then it was yep. let's roll, man. It was on. Yeah, it was on. on. So, so Dustin, my next question. My next question for you, and and I love how you talk about your father. You know, I mean, that's for me. That was one of my greatest influences. My, you know, my father's intellect and my mom's uh, competitive drive. She was a state champion p- a tennis player growing up, and that's what you know kind of sparked my desire to be an athlete my whole life until teams and. And, you know, when you think back to the, the things that they instilled in you through their words and their actions, you know, what were some of those, the big ones? I mean, you talked about, hey, if you're going to do something, do it right the first time. But what were some of the other ones that, that you really remember? You know, those phrases like, I love Mark. Every now and then, you'll probably get one today. Marcus will throw something out. My granddad used to say, or my, my pop used to say, my mom yeah. used to say, it's coming. That's a, that's a southern thing, man. Because you know, yeah. here, here's the deal. Because if you say it and it's dumb, it's not on me. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was my yeah. old man said that. I, I, didn't, I never understood uh, it anyways. 
How can something be good. uphill both ways? You know what I mean? Uh, so, no, so what I mean, were my, those my, things? I think they, uh, my dad, always, he would say, you know, always be relentless. You know, um, you know, always, you know, in, 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 in sports or anything, you know, it's, it's, it's be relentless and work. You know, you, you can outwork people and, and, you know, you put your mind to it, you know, you'll find a way to get things done. You know, that, that, that's what's great about the sport I play is you play so many games, you have so many at-bats, there's so many situation, situations that if you practice all those situations more than the other guy, you're going to be better than that guy. And, and, and I always remember that, be relentless, whether it's, it's, it's pitch one of the game or the, or, or the last pitch of the game. You, you, have to, you have to find a way to be engaged every single you know, moment of the game. And if you, and if you are, you're, you're going to win base. You're going to win more games than the other guy. It's just plain and simple. That's how you, that, that's Amen. how you have to compete, especially, you know, if they have more ability than you, you outwork them and out and, and you're, you're more focused and you're in the moment more than that guy. You, your work will, will, will beat their talent every single time. You're, you're going to always be one step ahead of them. And, and, and that's what I've, I've always focused on. If that guy takes 50 ground balls, I take 75. You know, and 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 that's what's going to get you to that next level. I, I while you were talking, I had written down uh, natural talent versus hard worker. What's the difference? Because there's certain job descriptions that 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 is always yeah. apparent. I mean, that there is a natural that's in there, and that there's a hard worker that's in there. Yep. And yeah. You obviously, I mean, you would just explain the difference. We we run across guys who have that natural talent, man, and then they're usually lazy or when they get when that cross gets strapped to their back they're like wait a minute because they never had any adversity exactly the The pain the pain was never there yeah exactly and that's what fires me up when you get that pain on your back or or in anything and you thrive in that and it drives you forward to want to to work harder and harder and harder because you accept that pain and it's what it's what strengthens your resolve, right? right. People, it, yeah, it goes absolutely. one of two ways. As soon as the pain's applied, people either don't they back up off of it, and they're like, "Hey, you know, that kind of hurt." Or there's those guys that's like, "Whoo, man, that feels yeah. kind of <laughs> that, that, that did a little something." You know what I mean? Let's see how far we can yeah. push this. Yeah. So, no, so I, Dustin, I, you know what? I, I didn't, I didn't learn. I, I learned. You know, I've always out. You know, tried to outwork everybody, but I didn't learn the 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 tight situation until I, I I was fortunate my rookie year I I played with some veteran guys you know like Mike Lowell Jason Baratek I had Alex Cora uh, Kevin Euclid and and when it was and when it was a pressure situation we were all prepared don't don't get me wrong we were all prepared but when it was when it was tight and and we needed to do something it was like the moment stood still for all those guys and and it was calm you know Mike Lowell would say hey everything's fine one pitch at a time, we're going to play. That's how we're going to play the rest of this game. We're going to make one pitch. We're going to have, you're going to concentrate and try to have a quality of bat. You're going to, you're going to try to win one pitch. If it's ball one, you won that one. If it's strike one, you lost. That's how we're going to play the rest of the game. And, and when he was talking, it was, it was, it was like he was, he was talking in slow motion. And that's how I learned as, that's I, cool. you know, as, as you keep playing baseball. And the tighter the situation, the more you have to calm down, think the situation out, because everybody else speeds up, they 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 basically panic, and and you yeah, have to yeah. you have to harness everything that you've done in practice and your preparation, and and you're prepared, you're ready, you're more prepared than that guy. So 
understand the moment and slow into it and, and outthink the person that that's going to get you through every, every situation in our game is, 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 is learning the moment and just going right through it. And we have a saying in, in, in the, and it's called stand fast. So, I mean, get ready for the fast, but slow back down. And it's, it runs along that lines and it's kind of, it's, it's parallel with us in the way we train because we train for the, I mean, they hammer us. It's hard. I mean, and by the time we get out, a lot of things that we do, it's just, Anticlimactic. I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. But when yeah. it goes bad, it goes yeah. real bad. It's real bad, fast, fast. fast. And then when that <laughs> happens, uh, they're just saying, "Don't run to your death." Uh, that we that we use, and it's kind of one of them deals, man. When it starts falling apart, just ex- either take a step back or stop. Take a deep breath. Yeah. That pregnant pause, yeah, right? Pregnant pause. Yeah, yeah I'll do that. Yeah. And then you. I mean, it may seem like an eternity, and it does. It does seem like an eternity, but man, it's so beneficial, and that's that's kind of the. Uh, the deal, man, when that pressure comes on and you, and you got one of them guys who's kind of been around, he's like, hey, man, you know, I got to go to the bathroom or something, you know, just yeah. kind of just break yeah. that, that, that. They, they were, they know. were, they were his, they were his chiefs, you know, they were the chiefs and yeah, he was absolutely. a new guy. And, and what I love now, though, to the whole situation. right, right. And they, they yeah. calm you down. What I love now, though, is Dustin, you're in that role. And so yeah. w- when, when you see these young kids that and coming on and, I mean, they must look like, you know, school kids, you know, to you now. I mean, we're all getting older and along in the Using two. the wrong side of the razor, kind of. You know, yeah. just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy, does your mama know you're out here playing baseball? Or... <laughs> and, and, and when they look to you, are, are you, like, do you hear those old things from Veritech and all those other guys that you played with? Do you, do you hear it or do you, you know, what comes out of your mouth? Yeah, I mean, is your, it's kind of that responsibility is, as the old, yeah. and, and it happens overnight. I yeah. mean, you become the old dude quick. I know. It happens That's the crazy fast. part about, uh, about our job. Yeah. You know what? I try to take the same approach, you know, especially with, you know, we got some really good young players, and, and, and they haven't learned what they're starting to this year. They, they, they hadn't learned how to, how to win together. And, and I, I tell them, you know, I have conversations with them every day, you know, it's tough playing in this environment. You know, the fans get on you, the media gets on you and everything. And I say, and I just say, Hey, listen, you have to, you have to separate everything. You have to set, you, you can't worry about what other people say. The only thing that you need to care about is what the tw- other 24 guys in that locker room think of you. That's it. If I think that if, if I trust you, that that's all that, that's the only thing that should matter. You know, you have to, you have to blank all that out and get ready for, for what your role is on this team. I, I need to know that when you step on the field, you're ready to play for nine innings and, and play your tail off. Nobody else is, is irrelevant to that except me and the other 23 guys. So that, that's what I tell them. Every day you're trying to prove something to me that you're accepted. And that, that's what I had to go through. And, and, and you put your head down and you work in, until you're in my position and you're helping another guy. And and th- these guys, man, they've been unbelievable. I mean, they're they're working every day. They got their head down. They're not worried about anything else. And um, it's been fun to watch. They want to win. Yeah. They want to win. Absolutely. I, I, I think that. I mean, that was that. What you said about about that just kind of tacks it down real well. Because when we talk to when we go out and talk to the athletes and try and re- relate to them, it's like there's a difference between. Uh, 
being on a team and being a team. Amen. Right? I mean, exactly. yep. now we all know that teams are forged in adversity. That's why you practice and train and and because and when lose, it goes and lose and lose because when it goes down, man, the guy the the people who are talking smack, they're not out there with you. Nope. I mean, they're not having no. to go through this and it's so easy to to talk smack and judge and and, and do all that and look, here's the deal, man. You tell them kids, uh, if you're on TV, you're on TV. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Who cares what you're saying? They're talking about you. Right? This day yeah. it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it just especially in Boston. I mean, yeah. they yeah. these guys get crushed up there. I mean, you yeah, know, if you're winning, you can. I mean, you can do anything. You're basically running the, the show. If you're winning, it's tough, man, to be yeah. an athlete. That added pressure of not only performing. See, that's one thing we don't have to deal with, man. Is we when we go to work, it's no one knows about it. When you got to let's go to work. I mean, they televise it. So, yeah. You know, working, working your way up. We, we have a saying when you guys first get to the team, man, it's, you know, they take your trident away from you and put it in a bird cage. And like, no bird, no word. You got two ears and one mouth for a reason. Shut one, open two. And, and then we actually have to go through the, the, I mean, a process. I mean, you're a new guy. Then you're a one platoon wonder. I mean, you really don't have any stroke or somebody looking at you kind of with the responsibilities till down the road and that's the way it is when you come into the clubhouse i would assume you get in there man it's like based on performance yeah exactly hey good job yep. on the cage today uh clean the locker room <laughs> <laughs> so i mean you need to be the first guy there and the last guy to leave and it's so important for the veterans and in our community and i would imagine yours to be squared away because the young guys look to the uh to the older guys that have been around how they do it i mean if you got a yep. guy who's out there and, and flamboyant and and dating those supermodels hey man if he's squared away in the locker room have at I, you can do anything you want as yep. long as you do not bring shame to this team and you are practicing it and working hard uh, and yep. i love the way you, you 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 know and there's the word around town is dustin that you can ride some people pretty good and 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 it, tell tell explain to the people who listen to our listeners that that riding is a part of it, right? Because we do it in our community too. And tell tell everybody why you do it in terms of having fun, whatever. Just share with us why why you why you ride people. Um, you know what? I, I think it's I, I use it as as I'm pushing them to try to get the best of their ability out of them. You know, if 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 I sense a moment that of of their of guys are stepping back that's when i go i i, I attack them right. you know i i don't want i want my teammates to be the best baseball players they could possibly be the best guys off the field they possibly could be and and i don't want them to ever take a step back in any time you yeah. know baseball is a, it's a short window and and you know i, I was I, I played for some great coaches in, in college and and you know, it was, it, it was all mental toughness, the, the way you go about everything. And, 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 you know, these young guys, some of the guys that sign out of high school, they don't get that. So, you know, part of my responsibility, I feel, is, is, is I got to make them the best baseball player they possibly can and best person. You know, I got to push them in every single way to, to be the best at, at, at everything. And That's um, cool. they know that. They know when I'm, if, if I, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, right. Haze anybody or things like that. I don't make them carry, you know, the water or the beer or anything like that. I don't really care, <laughs> but I just care when they show up to work. It's, it's, you got to do every, every rep. It's got to be game speed. It, it's got to be just like in the game, every, every swing, everything. Um, that's the only way you get better. Like, I so, think that's, that, 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 I mean, I get I it. People just get so wrapped around the axe. You know, you know who complains about that the hardest or the, or the, uh, 
the women. Prima donnas. Yeah, or, or the bit, you know, people who just complain, can't handle anything. Yeah, Let yeah. me tell you something, yeah. man. When it comes to this, and I'm not talking about straight up hurting somebody. No, and not malicious. being malicious. I'm talking about coming no. at, just, and not, uh, and let me tell Bringing you, the and, pressure, and, the, and, pain, and, the pain, the mental pain. If you're in our community, yeah. if you're not getting messed with, that means they don't like you. Exactly. <laughs> and, that's everything. That's and and it, another that's thing everything. is, when the world, when we get out and Marcus, start... Marcus, that's, that's why I hammered the snot out of you. I know, because exactly. I love I you, love you, brother. Yeah, I know. Because you're squared away. I mean... Look, here's the deal. When the world starts falling apart out on the on the field or in, on the battlefield, whatever we do, it you you can't even describe it to the people who who who've never even experienced it. And I can yeah. guarantee you that the other teams you guys are playing against are going to be talking all the smack in the world and doing everything they can to get in the, that rookie's head. So when you've yeah. got your own veterans, the guys who care about you, we're on a team, want to win. I'm not going to do anything to you to shut you down, but I'm gonna I'm gonna mess with you just yeah. to see where what you're capable of, how, how strong yeah. you are, because I need you not the, the strongest weapon that you have is your mind. Amen. And if it's, yep. if you can't handle somebody tossing words at you, I mean, words at you <laughs> words, I know words yeah. from, from somebody, from somebody's opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you get that, if you let that get in your head, man, I, I that's, that's all stop right there, man. You just can't get around it. So having that, that come right. And that builds camaraderie. Right. And tell I tell my, oh, I just tell my new guys when the when the when the the older guys would leave you know I, I I'm not supposed to do this but I was I was like hey look man when they start messing with you and they call you something or whatever own it yeah oh, that's a badass yeah. nickname I'm <laughs> I'm keeping that you know what I mean because I had yeah. them I had the yeah. I mean I had the worst ones and it was just kind of one of them deals where if you even if they even Flinch. see one chink in, in the kink in the armor man you're it's on yeah if you look yep. if you're like man I don't like that. Oh really? It come out. Yeah. It come out on an email. Yeah, it an email to the, command, yeah, to the entire command. Come out uh, on so an email. Yeah. Hey, uh, attention on the quarter deck. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Attention on the quarter deck. Uh, uh, yep. Pinky pants has just entered yeah. the compound. And then they, they, you know, they print out, they Photoshop his picture onto something, and print out a thousand copies. And I mean, you'd be turning a, a a manual, and there'd be a, that picture would be in there in the bathroom or in your pair bag. You're like this isn't going away, is it? They're like, no, nope. no, it's not. What I what I love about what you're talking about, what we're talking about is is that pressure right and it's not the pressure to crack someone down or make them hurt their feelings or whatever but it's like hey you're playing at the highest possible level the highest level that's the highest <sighs> level you're, the pressure you're gonna feel and and i and, and this is where i'm going with this the pressure dustin that you felt in those world series can you kind of describe that for us and, and put kind of just try and help our listeners you know, understand it in their lives, maybe, or just try and sum- summarize uh, if, it. For if you're comfortable talking that, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that inner part, where we, Rut and I were laughing about this, and it, they asked us, like, hey, you ever thought about, did you ever think about quitting? I was like, man, it'd probably be easier to ask me how many times I thought about staying. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because when, yeah, when your bones you are hurting and you and you're, yeah. and there's got that, that weak something going on, something's twitching, and you're thinking about this, and I'm like, man, and then all of a sudden, you know, you got to pull it back together and deliver. Yeah. I mean, the, the World Series games, I, I think, were they for me. They, my mindset, they were fun because I've waited and I've worked. I've taken so many reps and everything, and 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 I knew I was so prepared for those opportunities that I enjoyed them. Um, the games leading up to the World Series, the 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 championship series and the divisional series, those were the ones that were, in my opinion, more stressful. 
because it's hard to get to the World Series. You know, yeah. you got to you got to you got to do everything right to get there. And once you get there, you, everything takes over. Yeah, all the work, your mindset, the training, everything. The, those are the games where you 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 enjoy and you play. You be who you are. Um, so the, the the pressure, I didn't feel it. I I felt like I should be here. This is what I've earned. And 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 if I want, if we want to win it, we got to take it. You know, you know, you know what I mean. That that's how I felt. But the yeah. the, the stages leading up, those were the pressure pack. Those were the, you know, the times where where the nerves got you. Yeah, hey, I'm just wondering. I mean, when you play, played in college, when you get when the crowds, I always wondered about that because that's not one of those deals. It's a, it's kind of a, a build up, I guess. You know, from mm-hmm. four people in the stands to ten to twenty. But I mean, when you walk in there for the first time, it's, uh, especially if in a, in, in a big game like that where you have fans. And I, I, that goes back to, hey, uh, you, uh, you might have messed with your rookies a little bit because the fans are relentless. Right? I mean, I mean, you're I talking- mean Fenway in October must be pretty intense. I mean, do you just kind of blank that out? Can you hear that the whole time? Or when you hear that crack of the, the bat, yeah, what is that, what? auditory you, exclusion? You, auditory exclusion, right? When, the, yeah. when, it, when it starts to go down, you don't hear the yes. bullets. Yes. No, you, or you, you don't hear the... You, you blank everything out. You, you focus on, you kind of zone in on, you know, that pitch. You know, you don't. I, I don't hear the fans. I don't hear anything. You have to find a way to, to to block every every distraction out and zone in on 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 the task. So and that's it, how you know you're fine, ready. But you get used to it. Yes, that's how you right. know you're 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 in the that, game. You're in. Okay, that's that's where I wanted to go, and that's what I thought, man. When you when you're out there, and for everybody who plays or anybody who does anything, and I don't care what it is you're trying to accomplish. I mean, if you're taking that test, I, that same thing would happen to me. <laughs> totally. You know yeah. what I mean? I would block yeah. that. I mean, and when I knew when that happened, when all I could hear or see was what I was had in front of me, then I was. It's the zone. It's oh, yeah. the flow state, the right? Zone, yeah. Right. You, you know, call it whatever you want. I, I mean, one of the greatest athletes in history, Michael Jordan. He, he, I remember he used to describe it where everybody on the court was in slow motion. You know, and, yeah. and there's a psychologist out there. His name's Martin Seligman, and and this guy's been studying flow state for a long time. And, you know, uh, the, in ter- of how it relates to people driving their car when you're in your car just driving and the next thing you know, you've driven 20 miles and you don't even know it because you're just you get in that zone or the road. Yeah. And, and, and so we all possess it. It's just a question of of getting there. And, and from what I'm hearing from you, Dustin, is it, th- to get there and to be there on a regular basis it's about two things. It's one about the hard work that you put in and the pain you accept getting there. And then it's also the team that's around you. Is that true? Yeah. The, the, I, I, I play for them. I don't want to let them down. You know, that, that's, if, if I don't focus for one pitch, I'm letting them down. And, and I, I'm not going to do that. So, you know, that, yeah, that's, we, that's we, we like to say, mindset. I mean, look, hey, I, I'm in there, and and we we go into work every day, and work to the gym, and did all that stuff like that. I did. I, I, you better yourself because I don't. I didn't care about myself. I yeah. did all of that so that I would make sure that I would not let that dude down. And yeah. I know that he was doing the same thing. I mean, you're working in there and taking all that. Just and think about that, really, because you don't when you're going through it. Now, but in in reality, especially after you've been in some tough times with these guys, you look over at him, just beat down, dying, broken bones, just shot up, and he did that for me. Literally, yeah. literally, wow. tossed himself in front of that. You know, stayed up that extra whatever for me. So who? I mean, what kind of? 
teammate or friend or buddy would I be if I didn't equally uh, stand the line? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Wow. And that's the difference between the individual. I mean, even in individuals, I don't know how many individual sports. I mean, you're an individual. You may play, you may play out there as an individual, yeah. but it, just with Miss Naya, that was the same thing. People yeah. just see her in the water. And she yeah. had 45 people 45 supporting her. Yeah. That she had a team. Yeah. She had a team. It's you, always a team. Right. When you, I don't care when you what it is. You hear about it's a these team. people with these great accom- I mean, those people, you're like, wow. I mean, like, like, Dustin and 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 fight anybody really man yeah. yeah there's something behind it the power absolutely. behind the throne if you will yeah, absolutely so uh, one of the last questions I want to uh, ask you before we end this segment is uh, you know as as you know you guys are coming off some low points uh, last couple of years you had you know 2013 of course was just an epic year and I think you know the catalyst of of the Boston bombings. And the focus you guys had to win for not only yourselves as a team, but to 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 prop up that city, and then a couple, you know, you know, low years. How do you influence the guys that are around you? What do you tell them to say? Hey, you know, it's these low points that make the difference. What are you saying to your team right now? I, yeah, go ahead, I jump in. Yeah, yeah, perfect question. I mean, perfect question because when you become a champion. All right. There's only one way to go after after that, and if you're not staying on top, right? And that, yeah. there's that pressure of being a champ because that comes with it. That's that's the reward and the curse, I think. Yeah. Yep. And then you got new guys coming in the year after you won, and I, it, I just, I mean, that's got to be. Yeah. You got a a, a a duty to perform, and yeah, it better be I mean, I, exactly I how you, like you did it last time, bit, man. It's a little bit different being the hunted, you know, or the hunter. You know what I mean? When when everyone's out to get you, you have to work exactly harder. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you have to work fifty times harder. You you, you got to find different ways to win. You got to do everything. In the last couple of years, we didn't do that, and and that's what I tell the guys right now. Hey, anybody can win one. Anybody can. I'm convinced of that. But you win two, you win three, then you're a champ. You know, you got to find oh. ways to overcome every obstacle to win. And, um, you know, that's what I tell the guys every day. Hey, we're, we're out hunting right now, okay? Um, and, and, and once we win, we get done with that mission, we're the hunted. we got to fight everyone off. And, and we've we got to get back to, 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 to being on top so those guys can have that feeling and knowing what it's like. For every single team that we play, they, they want to kick your ass. And, and, and we got to find a way to fight them off. That's awesome. That- when you when you said said that uh, so look that when and I don't ever talk about this man except for my teammates when we when I was going through that with with Red Wing and I we never for one second thought that we were being hunted yeah. until I was laying down there afraid scared to death realized that I when I when I went from being a hunter to being hunted and it crippled me wow. I, I I mean I tell people I, now that I'm older there's a difference between being scared and being afraid scared you harness that fear and you can do things you never thought you could do but being afraid will turn you into a blobber and mush and when i buried myself under there i was scared to death they took my team away from me which is a huge deal i i mean i absolutely rely on my teammates to survive and uh then being hunted i literally had to sit down there and psych myself out yeah to to get yeah. back up and t- the last thing I told myself was I was Navy SEAL, quit being a bitch and got up. I started, started crying, but I mean, you, you got when when you've been on top like that, and then you're right, man. 
you're you're still in the hunt. It's always in the hunt. So I had that's what I think. I was like, man, they they may be after me, but I'm after them too, kind of deal. And, yeah. and when you think about it like that, never go back to or never fall into a prey mentality because that's prey die. Prey yeah. die. Yeah. Amen. You know. Well, well, Dustin, you know, thanks uh, so much, and and uh, you know, I know you're going to stick with us. We're going to get into the after actions port, but I, I just as I as we end this segment, uh. I really just want to thank you for the people who will hear this section and great interview, man. You gave us everything that I mean, it's exactly what we needed to hear. Those different perspectives, uh, different routes to get to the same point. Right Amen. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. And so we really for appreciate everything. it. Thank you. You got it. Holy smokes. I tell you what, listening to that guy makes me want to go out into my garage, dig out my baseball mitt from when I was in third grade, and start having you whack ground balls into my chest, Marcus. Right. I, I, I just started with Axe. We started playing catch, and we're going to go down there and do that same thing. It's happening, yeah, isn't it? I'm strapping him up in the, uh, in the catcher gear and just start homing him at him. What, what I love is, like, you know, I remember, and you and you said so yourself at the beginning of the show, where you were like, "Man, you know, Cal Ripken was the epitome. He was the guy that your coaches said, hey, be like Cal Ripken.' Well, guess what? I'm going to tell my kids now: yeah. be like Dustin Pedroia." I, I was excited. I was wondering. Um, remember, we were always kind of looking. Every never quit story is the same. They're like because life's different. Yep. Did I say that back? We're unique. No, I got you. I'm yeah. tracking. Yeah. I got you. For I'm those of you who, 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 are, who are new to our audience, you were gonna have, so most of the time you're not going to have any idea what I'm talking about until <laughs> the end. <laughs> and you got to be patient. <laughs> right. And then Rut throws, loves these, the, the, the connecting sentences in there. And, and at the end, you'll be like, I get it. All right. Kind of like life, right? And you only get it until the end. I think, right? that, I think that's yeah. it right and the analogies there. and the country boy things, you just, just go with it. But it was his never quit story was his life Remember the whole I mean? thing you know what i'm talking about it was, Every it was day. just he didn't look at it like one thing kind of i had to overcome that it was it was all of it to get to where he was at my, my great thing is you know when we finished up and we asked him about you know his greatest impacts and what he wants to you know to leave behind and all that kind of stuff is is you know he he wants his players to be the best he wants them to know that they can turn to him that he'll lead them through his actions through his play and that's powerful to me. He's conscientious about his team first. Just like the fact that he gave up that scholarship. That blew me away. I mean, that's all I knew about that guy. That was enough. That right there was. When he talked about it, I was the same I mean, way. Because I, I live by my, my friends. Total, totally dependent on them. Like giving your shirt off your back to him. Yeah, he knew that having that kid up there with him would have made him better than, than, than he was. Yeah, and it did. Not as good as he was, better. And what I also dug, too, is the fact that the first person he called was his old man. And to say, hey, Pop, what do you think I should do? His first teammate, his ultimate teammate, right? And and his dad was like, hey, son, whatever you think is right, I'm going to support you. Sure. I mean, that's, I, I have an 18-year-old who's heading to college. And when he turned 18, I sat him down and we had the man talk. I'm like, you're a man now, all right? Anything and everything you do from here is on you, and I'll be behind you to support you if you need me at any point in time. Just call. All right. That's cool. It's literally different now. That's cool. And uh, it's just, I hope, and with Axe, man, I'm passing that down. That's what you want. I just want, ultimately, I tell him, like, hey, son, 
you ever need anything, man, you just, I'm right here. Tell yeah. that every day. Right. And, and what I love and what we, what we learn is, and, and I think Dustin referenced this with the new, when I asked him about the new guys and, you know, when he was a new guys and how Jason Veritek, when he was in the World Series, like his first or second year there, you know, it, they were like, hey, just calm down, take a breath. It's going to be good. Just show up, go hit by hit, play by play. It's the same context, right? When you're in that never quit position in your life, you're looking for those external influences that you trust, right? Just like us, when when you're downrange or you're in training or whatever, you're looking to that that mentor or the kid you're mentoring, and you're going to impose or take that trust. Absolutely. I mean, it's and you have to look at everything as a test, right? That was kind of the way I brought up because no matter what what's coming down on you, you're getting a beating or whooping or talking to or studying. It's a it's a test, right? Amen. He, he meets you, that test, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. And the, the perspective you have when you're doing it with somebody is what makes it, you know, possible. Right. Because, I, I mean, obviously, we're in something that's bring, that I'm going down the rabbit's hole. Yeah. And maybe he's not. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, what are, you, what are you doing, man? What's in your head? Kinda, help me out. Help me out. Help me out. And, I mean, those guys, that you, you, you're around them long enough, man, they just see that. Totally. You don't need to tell them. It's 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 built in, right? Right, and that's that's the best part about it. I don't have to sit down and talk to somebody about it. They know exactly, like, all right, if we're going down this way, or if I see one of my buddies going down, I'm like, all right, well, we need to go in, in this straight. We'll go fishing, whatever you know, whatever it has to be to to break up that that part of it. Right. Well, I, I tell you, what, it was such a privilege to have him on. I, I'm really looking forward. If if you're paying attention right now, and and, and make sure you've come visit us. For the follow-up in our after-action report on our website, that's tnqpodcast.com. Go to tnqpodcast.com, and you're going to get the second half of the interview with Dustin where you're going to get to hear his how-to, how he goes about his daily routine, how he he conjures up this never-quit. He manifests it in his actual mindset, that physical, mental, and spiritual self, you know, his commitment to his team, to his kids, to his family. And, and that's where you'll hear, hear that. Um, if, and also when you go there, check out the, you know, also the links to the teamneverquit.com website. Again, visit our web store. Check out our new gear that we got there. Uh, check out our Team Never Quit podcast, our TNQ podcast t-shirts that are on. Uh, get the ammo. Man, we got a lot of cool stuff. I, I, I don't know why what you said just made, I, not to... To reiterate or belabor this point, but I like you gotta, when you belabor things. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> when you really know somebody's done something good for the team is when everyone else is talking about him, right? Not, I mean, he, if you got somebody coming up telling you how how good you are and how how you know badass you are, that's great, you know, whatever. But if you if you got his boys, especially in a group like that, you're running around with a bunch of alphas and and the, just the pinnacle of what this is supposed to be, and they're yep. all saying, "Man, it goes just about as solid as they come." That that's something there, man. So it is solid. Uh, that's what I was thinking. That's all right. So, take, go ahead, man. I, well, <laughs> I mean, that's it, and 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 that's what we wanted you to understand with Dustin's interview today is that this is a guy that leads by example. This is a guy everybody wants to emulate. This is a guy that because of his work ethic, because of that consummate, perpetual commitment to the never quit mindset. He is who he is. So that's our show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you so much for joining the Team Never Quit podcast. I'm your host, David Rutherford, with Mr. Never Quit himself, Marcus Luttrell. Marcus, what do you think these folks ought to do today? Get up. Get up. That's all we got. We're out. Come out. Come out.